What's going on? It's the Somali Mafia podcast, the place where everything and nothing collide, and I'm Aaron. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to another week in the Tamale Mafia universe. And uh, how are you guys doing? Listen, I am exhausted this week. I've been working on some things that I have not yet been able to put out into the world. It's not on Facebook. It's not on social media. It's just stuff that we've been working on trying to take this thing to the next level. Not just the podcast, but my entire life, lifestyle, all that stuff. It's all going to the next level, hopefully. So hopefully this week is the week where it all comes together. And then next week, I'll hopefully, hopefully we'll have some good news that I can share with the world. And this podcast. But for now, we'll just we'll just have to leave it at I'm exhausted. Just the old microphone. Hang on. Okay. Listen, uh I have successfully whittled down the listener base. Listen, maybe maybe my microphone's up too high. Is it too is it too hot? Listen. Listen. I have me uh listen but then if i do that i want it right about right about there that's where i want to keep it but if i go i gotta just lean back back here okay we'll do it that way it's a learning process people we're learning we're learning how to do this oh okay so I have successfully managed to whittle down the listener base of this podcast from about a solid 60 listeners to about a solid 20. So uh, I can only take that to mean that I'm on the right track, right? I said in the beginning this podcast would suck, and apparently it does. So thank you to the 20 who are still hanging in there. I'm hoping to get this thing down to to around one and then build it back up again. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'll try not to stress out about it. It's brand new. I know it's new. The content is new. I know people are like, oh, let me give this a shot. And then they bail out because, look, I get it. I, I don't really like listening to it either. But this is going somewhere. Okay, there's a grand vision. There's a... There's a plan in place. There's a plan being put in place, but there is a there's a grand vision for where this thing is going and what it will become. Okay? So even if you listened last week or the week before and you were like, I hate that. Let me try it again. I hate it again. And you're listening to this today and you're like, this is the last chance I'm going to give this guy to give me something worth listening to. I'm telling you that this is not worth listening to, but please hang in there. Just, just stay with me because I'm trying, like every week I'm learning, I'm, I'm listening, I'm learning. Oh, you need to put more attitude. You need to put more inflection. You need to, your jokes need to be better, right? My jokes suck right now. Okay. I understand 
that but 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 this is a process right we're we're trying to build something and i've never done this before i have a background all over the place right uh i was i mean i've i've done recording i've done public speaking um i've done performance and entertainment stuff for years i have some some background in that but i don't have background in sitting in an empty room with a microphone in my face, trying to carry on a conversation with a group of people who I don't know who they are because I still have gotten so little feedback uh, from this podcast. Even though I asked for it, I say, let me know you're listening. Even though I say that it doesn't, it doesn't come back. So, which is fine. You know, and I know you're taking enough time out of your day just to listen to this, right? So I get it, but I still don't know who I'm talking to. But apparently, it's about 20 people. So for right now. And I hope I can at least hang on to the 20 of you who are there. Because this is a big deal, man. This this episode right here, this is episode 007. And from what I've read on the old Google, when I typed in um, how to know if your podcast is doing well, one of the first things I read was, if you get past seven episodes, you all have already done more than most people who start a podcast will do. I'm not I'm not stopping anytime soon, man. I'm going to continue to keep putting this out there even if I'm talking to myself and I look at my my little download number and it says 1 because it's me. I'm going to keep going. Because there's a grand vision in place. The purpose of this podcast is to have no purpose, right? That's kind of the the flow that we're working on here. There's some things I have in mind, like, you know, we're, sometimes we're going to talk about this. I say this is the podcast where everything and nothing collide because sometimes we're going to talk about deep, meaningful stuff. Sometimes we're going to talk about bullshit that doesn't matter. But we're going to talk about it all because this is the life that we all live. When we have conversations with our friends, sometimes we tell jokes and we just laugh and we make fun of stuff, mostly each other, Right. And then other times we discuss things that are really deep and meaningful that we're going through, okay? That's what I want this to be. I want this to be the hangout. I want this to be the treehouse. I want this to be the place where we come together and we share our stories and we have a good time doing it. And it's not always going to be heavy. But it's not always going to be stupid either. I want to mix. I want to mix it up. I want it to be both. All right? There's a grand vision in place because I have some things to share, not just my story, but things that I've learned along the way. I have some things to share, but we're just not there yet, right? I'm still trying to learn how to do this. Over the next few months, there's going to be, Hopefully, the plan, if everything goes to plan, there's going to be a little bit of an expansion of things that will help me do this better. 
And I've already heard from a couple of people that, hey, let's stick a camera up here because uh, we want to see you talking into a microphone, which is really weird. Now, I say that earlier, I know I said nobody responds, but I have gotten some feedback, like a couple of voices. And I appreciate that. So a couple of voices have said, put a camera so we can see you talking to a microphone, which is the weirdest like, you guys want to see this? You want to see me sitting in this room talking in a microphone? That's fine. I'll, I'll get there, okay? We're going to get there. I've got big grand plans for where we're going with this. I've pursued many different platforms of creativity to try to share my ideas, to try to share my stories, to try to share things. And it doesn't always come off the way I want it to. I tried social media of just, just writing on social media. And sometimes when you write things, uh, it loses some of its delivery. So people receive it in a way that they're like, what did you mean by that? Why did you say it that way? You're like, Oh man, that was out of, it's a little bit out of context because I forgot to put this other part in, you know, or you just go, Hey, you just totally read that wrong. Uh, read it again and, and, you know, get, you'll see what I mean there. And then I tried video because I was like, okay, well maybe, I mean, people love watching videos, right? So I'll try video, but video is really production intensive. So you got to put a lot of time in to produce a video that maybe won't, still won't get the point across or maybe won't capture the entire thing, right? So so with the, this podcast, I can come back every week and I can say, hey, I said this last week and I'm going to continue saying it this week. Or I left part of the story out, here's the rest of the story, whatever. There's an ongoing dialogue here and that helps because when you're shooting a video, you put a lot of time in, you're trying to make sure you capture everything, you get it, you get it done then you sit in front of a, a computer screen for a number of hours trying to put the story together. And then you realize there's so much more to the story that I couldn't capture in this two minute video. So then you're like, okay, I got to go shoot another video to tell the rest of that story. It gets to be a lot, a lot of work. And it just wasn't like, it's not putting the message out the way I, I really needed to. So I think this might be the way to do it. I've thought about writing a book, right? I've got two books that I started writing. I've got two titles that I started working on. I've got the layouts kind of sketched in. Eventually, I think someday those books will be written. But this podcast is the launching pad. This is the that will become the catalyst for that and for other things that I want to do with my life, my future, okay? Maybe this won't become that. Maybe this was, is just another idea that down the road I'll go, this isn't working, this still isn't the right platform. I don't know. But I think we've, we've got something here that we can build on. And that's what I'm trying to do. So I appreciate you guys for hanging in there. I might uh, tease you. I might um, push your buttons or whatever. I might really annoy you. But some of you have stuck in there 
past the first couple of episodes, and we're at episode seven now, and that is exciting to me. And I'm thank I'm thankful that you're still here. If you're listening to this, thankful that you're still here. I'm gonna readjust my goals. I'm gonna hope that we st- we get over twenty. All right. If we get over twenty, I'm gonna be super happy with this. But I've got some a little bit of critique, not critique. I've got some suggestions, some a little bit of uh, what's it called? Advice, I guess, from some from some people. Um, so I'm going to be putting a plan in place that's going to make this whole thing better. All right, I'm working towards it. It's going to happen. Just hang in there. That's all I'm saying. Just hang in there. But thank you. You guys are awesome. All right. All right. So here's the deal. We are on iTunes. Okay. We are also on Podcast Addict. All you got to do is search it up. Um, Right now, Podcast Addict is leading the, the charge, man. People are like... Almost like 60% of listeners are coming through Podcast Addict, which is an Android app. So that's pretty sweet because I'm an Android user and I love Android devices. iTunes is giving us about 15% and then the rest is just a bunch of other stuff. I'm sorry. Apple Podcast is giving us about 15% and iTunes is a very small 4.3%. Boo, iTunes. Come on, iTunes. Let's step it up. But, all right. So, we're doing pretty good in all of that. Um, Oh, look at this. We got a listener from... Man, I don't even know. What? How do you say this? Vacoas Moridius. Whoa, that's our first international listener. Holy moly. I don't know where that is. Wow, super cool. Mind blown. You guys just, did you, do you know how that feels? I mean, who's that? How'd they find out about this podcast? I hope they liked it. I hope you're back. Hey, if you're from Meridius, Arunius, Vericus, whatever, thank you. Um, send me a message or something. Tell me how. Oh, you know how you can do that? Check this out. So not only are we on iTunes and Podcast Addict, and uh, I think we're well, we're not. On, I'm not going to be on Spotify yet because I found out you have to you have to pay extra. I think to be submitted and anyway, but we will become we will be on Spotify eventually. I. You know, hopefully this thing is not just going to be me, me like constantly funding it out of my pocket, but maybe, you know, um, I'll find a way to to get some help there. I don't know. So right now the way this works is I'm on Pippa. Okay, Pippa is like the podcast hosting site. Um, so I'm on Pippa. And then when I put my podcast, I upload the artwork and all this stuff into Pippa, which I found out the artwork doesn't translate to Podcast Addict all the time. 
So I'm sorry for that. Um, because I try to like really find the right photo to match the, the theme or the topic or the title of the podcast. So if that's not translating on podcast addict, I don't know about iTunes cause I don't use iTunes, but, um, if it's not translating, I apologize. You can go to Pippa and you can see all the artwork and stuff. But when I upload it to Pippa, then from there, I share that onto the Tamale Mafia Facebook page. So, yes, it's true. The rumors that you've heard, I know it was on TMZ. Okay, it wasn't. That would be funny, though. TMZ following me around. Jeez. I would, they would regret that. Um, Tamale Mafia is on Facebook. So if you go to facebook.com slash Tamale Mafia... That's our group page. It's a public page. Go in there. You can like it. Trying to get 100 likes. We're at 78 right now. So, you know, if you haven't liked it yet and you're listening to this, go in there and like it. It's not that hard. Uh, So then when that gets shared there, then I go to my personal Facebook page and I share it through that. And it all gets squashed. Facebook makes sure nobody sees it. None of my friends see any of my posts unless I pay them. So then I go into Facebook and I put a little advertisement to boost the post. I pay for it. So that way you lovely listeners, all 20 of you, can see that there's a new episode. Okay. If you don't do that, then try to make a mental note that new episodes come out every Monday Every Monday there's going to be there's a new episode of this show. All right. I'm thinking after next week, maybe in 3 weeks, maybe in April, I'm thinking of going to a two show per week uh thing where I'll be a Monday show and a Thursday show. The Thursday show will probably be probably be a little more condensed. From the Monday show. So the Monday show would be the main show. And then Thursday show would be like a little. Midweek. What's up. Kind of thing. Okay. So. Again. iTunes. Podcast Addict. Pippa. Facebook. We're all over the place. Okay. I'm trying to figure out how to get that streamlined. So that you can just have go to one place. There's some ideas out there. Website. App. I don't know. There's some ideas floating around. Eventually it'll come together. But just keep trying to find this information as, as best as you've been doing it. If you're choosing not to. If you choose not to listen. I get that too. Alright. But I hope it's that you're. That it's not because people aren't can't find it or because people don't know when the episodes come out. I'm hoping that it's just because you either forget or you hate it or you're listening. All right. Anyway, I said all that to say welcome to episode seven. I saw one of the funniest. I guess it was funny. It was funny to me. I was at the grocery store. Uh, a couple days ago. 
I like going to the grocery store. Interesting things happen at the grocery store. I like I just like being where people are, I guess, because people do interesting things, but I was walking around the grocery store and I saw there was like a six pack of beer, like bottles in a little carrying, you know, the little a cardboard thing that has the handle in the middle and the bottles kind of stick on the sides. That little carrying thing, six pack, was sitting on the floor in the frozen food section. I told you guys last week, I'm that person. I see something. I got to I gotta formulate the story. I turn the corner. I see this beer, the six pack of beer sitting on the floor next to the frozen peas. And I was like, how? Why? Why is that there? There's nobody around. And then I started thinking, oh, I know that. That's a guy who wandered off while his wife was, was, uh, perusing the aisles he kind of meandered his way over to the uh beer aisle and he picked up the the beer that was like not that one not that one she'll never go for that she hates the hard lemonade i bet she'll love the cider right so he grabs the cider he walk he walks over he's looking for her he sees her there she is. She's in she's in the frozen vegetables aisle. So he walks up to her and gets like nonchalantly just like, hey, hi, hey, and tries to like put the beer in the cart. And and then I could just hear her like I could just hear her um what is that? Excuse me? What is that? You said you were gonna quit. <laughs> and then it was like what? You said you were going to quit. You know how I feel about this. You know how you get. You said you were going to quit. And then, you know, he's like, um, but it's, it's cider. It's not act like it's, you know, he's trying to like explain his, trying to figure out a way to explain how he's going to get this home. And she's like, now she's gone into full blown creating a scene you know so get that out of my cart that is not going home with us and so he's you know uh okay so he pulls it out of the cart because he, he's like call, just call down. don't you tell me to calm down just shh don't shush me and, you know and so the scene is now now people are starting to come around the people are looking like what the hell is going on over here and so he's like you're making a scene you're making a scene you said you were gonna quit and so he sets the beer down on the floor and as she as she runs away (laughs) as she runs out of the store he just sets the beer down on the floor and grabs the cart and slowly just hangs his head and walks to the front of the store so that he can pay for their groceries and try to go find where his girl went. That's what I saw in my head when I saw the beer sitting on the floor. That's exactly what I saw. And that reminded me of like, I mean, and it's not just that. It's not just the beer on the floor story. It's also, I have friends that are in relationships we all have friends that are in relationships, right? 
some of them are good. Some of them you see like, and that is a power couple. They support each other. And then I'm not talking about just social media, put it out there, put the good side out there. I'm talking about people that you know personally. They're in a relationship. You know what they fight about. You know that they fight. But they always find a way to meet that common ground. They work together. They support each other. They're truly in love with each other. Those people are goals, right? Like you look at those people and you're just like, man, I would love to have that. And then you've got your friends that text you in the middle of the night that are like screenshotting their fight with their significant other. And you're like, that's exactly why I'm single right now. Like the beer story and then imagining her, she's, she's just like, she's booked it, right? She's walking across the parking lot. She's on the phone with her dad. Dad, you wouldn't believe what he did. He tried to put beer in the cart and he said he was going to quit. You know, he said he was going to quit. And so, you know, now he's got the groceries. He's got him in the car. Now he's driving around the parking lot trying to find where she went because she might be in a corner somewhere. She might be walking down the street. Who knows where she is? He's just driving around aimlessly like, calling her phone she's not answering he's texting her he's just driving around this is this is like just flashbacks man flashbacks upon flashbacks of like times where i would be in a car and you you're just driving or she's driving and you're in the car this happened to me once she i was i don't even know what the hell we were fighting about we were fighting about something she just stopped the car in the street and she goes get out i was like what and we were in not in my hometown or near my hometown. We were like an hour or something away. She just stops the car in the street and goes, get out. <laughs> and I was like, and it was one of those things where you, you know that in this moment, she might be telling you to get out of the car because that's for your safety. Right? Like that's how it felt. Like, I need to get out of this car. Get out. So I, I get out of the car and I shut the door and she just drives off. <laughs> this was like before cell phones were as as prevalent as they are now. I don't think I had one at the time. And I was just like looking around like I don't know where I am. And so I don't know who to call. I don't. Even I don't have a phone. I gotta go find a payphone or something. Uh, I just started walking down the sidewalk. Like, what am I gonna do? And I just kept walking. And then, about I don't know. It wasn't that long. It was probably five, maybe ten minutes. Here comes her little car. Get in. <laughs> okay, okay. She came back at least, right? She came back. Something, let's just, I don't know, man. I said, I don't know, around the Valentine's Day episode, I said that I haven't been in a romantic relationship in, in years. I mean, that's like 99.8% by choice. And like 0.02%, I just haven't found someone yet. You know what I mean? Like that thing where you're just like, I'm just waiting for the right one. I don't know if that exists, but 
the point is that like my career, my relationship history, my career of dating was so was so filled with crazy stories that over time I'll pro- probably will share uh in and have to find a way to share them in like the the least identifiable way possible. You know, I haven't figured all that out yet. Because I don't want to like cause any suspicion for any person or throw anybody under any buses. But, you know, there's there's uh stuff happens, man, and sometimes it's hilarious and sometimes it's a little scary, but Overall, like the overall arc of my dating history was just like that guy who left the beer in the middle of the frozen food aisle. <laughs> like that's just been me more often than not. And so I, um, when I saw the beer, it reminded me why I'm still single. But okay. Really, being single isn't uh, isn't as as bad as a lot of people make it out to seem, right? Some people who are single at my age are like, "Why am I still single?" It's not a bad thing. My my whole my whole story here, the whole point of this is that the guy that left the beer in the frozen food aisle chose his his chose himself into that position because in a, in a relationship you you're only going to like when things are going bad and you leave yourself there then you're just there right that's you you can't control what the other person does or how the other person reacts but you can control yourself and with the decisions that you make and if you are that guy, maybe he did have a drinking problem. <laughs> you know, maybe he had a drinking problem. I had a little, I had a drinking problem. I've been sober for, for, I found, I realized in listening to this podcast that I don't say for, I say fur and it really bothers me. And now that I've said that you're probably going to pick it out every time I say it. But I'm going to try to work on that because it annoys me to no end that I say fur. So I had a drinking problem at a at a point. It wasn't that I enjoyed alcohol so much. It's just that I enjoyed what alcohol did to me. So when I would uh when I was in a really bad place in life, I just drank a lot and I made really bad decisions when I was drunk. So you know, You quit. I quit. You should quit if that's you. You know, anybody that's in that position that you make stupid decisions when you're drunk or you even get drunk to begin with, you should quit. But maybe the guy was just like, you know, it was an an imposed drinking problem where she just didn't want him drinking at all and he just wanted a little drink. (laughs) Anyway, whatever the case is, I said, I've, I've, the point I'm trying to make here is that my choice to be single has been about healing from my past. 
It's about wanting to be the best version of me possible. Because I think if there's a girl that I would like want to spend my life with, okay, the rest of my life, whatever I have left, she would have to be pretty freaking amazing. Because I've settled before. I'm never going to settle again, right? That's my that's been my thing. It's like I'm never I'm never going back. I've come through a lot of bad relationship uh stuff and I'm on this side of it trying to be the best me possible and I want to be with a girl who is dedicated to being the best her possible. So I don't feel like I'm the best me possible yet. And if I were to meet that girl today who was like, she is the best her possible, then I wouldn't be, I don't think I'd be re- quite ready to handle that. So I'm not actively out there like eHarmony.com or Plenty of Fish or Farmers or Us or people who podcast that are single, whatever. There's a website for everything, right? I'm not on those sites because... I think it would be not only a waste of my time, but a waste of anybody else's time because I'm not about going out and going on dates. Dating for me is not really that interesting. I want to, I want to fall in love with somebody that I, um, have built something with over time, right? This has kind of been my, the vision in my head for years about what my future looks like is that I'll be with this girl that we will be best friends before we're anything else. That's hard to not get in the friend zone when you have that kind of thing going on. But it's important to me that one, I mean, I always say this is what I am up front, right? I like you. I'm attracted to you. I think you're hot. Love you as a friend. You know, I don't know if that worked. I don't know if that's, if that's, I mean, everybody's going to have different opinions about that. I'm okay with being in the friend zone because I think eventually when I'm ready and she's ready, that that magic will, will happen. I believe that I could be totally wrong. You could be sitting on the other side of this going, you're an idiot and you're going to be alone forever. Maybe. Maybe, I don't know, but there's a picture in my mind that says this is what's right for my life. So years ago, I don't, I don't, I don't know how many years ago, I was not following that path and I was just meeting girls and going out and I was on dating sites and I was whatever and it always just felt like this isn't this isn't gelling for me. Like this isn't comfortable. This isn't what I want to do with my life. I don't want to meet somebody in a bar. If that's your story, that's a great story, but that just didn't feel like that's what my story would be. So when I envisioned my future, it didn't look like that. And I'm, I'm a firm believer in your vision for your future is setting your path. The grand vision for my future sets my path, right? And maybe there's detours or maybe there's readjustments or pivots where you're just like, 
that was not the right plan. Let's pivot here and go this way. But this dream or vision for my future love, my future relationship to end all relationships, it has never wavered. It's just always been, this is what it will become. This is what it'll be. That, that my dedication to being the best me possible will awaken her love and she will say, you did, you did that. You were that dedicated to you and your future and also to, to her, right? Want to be the best me possible so that when I come to her, I'm not uh, throwing a bunch of unchecked baggage, <laughs> you know? I'm not coming to her with a, a shit ton of issues that she now has to deal with. Trust issues and all sorts of... That's not fair to my vision of what of who she will be. So, I got to be the best me possible. I got to heal. I got to... You know what? Is this making sense? I hope this is making sense. Hurts in my past that created trust issues in me, being abused as a kid by a family friend, sexually abused as a kid. All of that stuff, the healing process needs to take place so that when I meet her or fall in love with her and she falls in love with me, I'm not handing her that baggage and it doesn't become her responsibility. There's still going to be hurts there. There's still going to be scars. But my scars will tell the story of where I've been. Those scars that heal, those wounds that heal become scars, right? So the scars will stay there. The story doesn't change. But it won't be her. She won't have to feel like it's her responsibility or it won't be uh, a distraction to have to heal those wounds because those wounds will already be healed. So maybe there's there's uh, some comfort that needs to come in there. Maybe there's some, you did all right. You You got through this. That needs that that would be there, but not a we need to fix you kind of a thing. All right. So years ago, I was like, I can't. I don't want to do this. I gotta step out of this game of meeting girls, going out, and then it just not. Not seeing a future, like when I think about the future and my vision for the future, this girl doesn't fit in the picture, but she's cool to hang out with, so I'm going to keep hanging out with her. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of energy. And that wasn't right for, for me or for them. So I stepped back. It's like, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm just not going to date. I'm just going to focus on me. I'm going to get me where I need to be. And I and I so I created this this thing that was like be a whole pizza. I did a video on this like a year ago. But the idea was that when you go when you go and you open a pizza box, nobody wants to open a pizza box and see like three or four slices missing. When you open a pizza box, you want that pizza to be whole. And that was my vision for my future. I want to present my future wife with a with a pizza box with a whole pizza in it. 
not with pieces missing and some crust over there, you know, thrown some thrown in crust, uh, leftover crust, some bites taken out of six slices, whatever. The pizza needs to be whole. Right? So two halves of people don't make a whole person, right? So if you have half a pizza in your box and she has half a pizza in her box, you just have two pizza boxes with two half pizzas. You don't stick them together and make a whole pizza. It, you could try, but it's going to be obvious that that pizza is not a whole. It's not whole. So if you're like, feel like you're empty and you're looking for that person to complete you, that person that's going to complete you is you. You're, you're responsible for your pizza, you know? You're responsible for being the whole pizza, for for healing that pizza, for becoming whole, for putting your slices back together. You're responsible for that. That's you. So you go look in the mirror and you go, I found the person that's going to make me whole. And you tell them, I love you. You're going to make me whole. And then you get to work becoming whole. I always laugh when... When people tell me that their significant other, they had a, an issue, they they separated, and like three days later, the guy or the girl, either one, is like, I've changed. <laughs> Please take me back. I'm so sorry that I hurt you. I'm a different man. You are not. That work is done over years. There's, there's very few, um, what I would consider miraculous overnight changes, right? When I made this decision that I was going to be the best me possible, that decision happened in late 2009. Part of the process of, of, of that was deciding to stop dating. That was probably like 2012 or 13 or something. It's a process, man. It takes time and I'm still working on things today. I'm, 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 I think I'm, I'm like probably two slices away from being whole. (laughs) I don't know that I'm not saying you'd be perfect. You're never going to be perfect. There's a difference between perfect and whole and whole is healed. Whole is that those wounds aren't still bleeding on you. Those old wounds are healed. Now you're whole. So moving forward, I had a friend who was like, man, how's it going with the girl scene or whatever? And I'm just like, dude, I've got several friends, right? Cause that's where I, that's kind of where I live. I, I just, I have friends and it's like, I care about my friends. And if, if my friends, if that ever develops into anything, that's the one. If not, that's okay. I'm still going to care about my friends. You know, it's a very real, I have a very, it's a very relaxed kind of approach, I think, to the whole thing. And sometimes I like a girl maybe more than she likes me and that's okay. You know, and I don't relax as much because I get, I don't do pretty girls make me nervous. Anyway, that's a whole other story. So anyway, this buddy of mine was like, Hey man, you, you should, do something different 
I was like, well, there's this, well, there's this one girl that's been um, asking, kind of asking me if we could hang out, but she's not really my type either. So not only is she, you know, asking to, to for a date, which I don't do. She's also not really my type that I would that I could envision myself with, which is kind of my the reason why I stepped out of this in the first place. But he was like, dude, you need to do something different because your type, I don't think, is the right type. And not dating seems really boring or something like that. Anyway, give her a chance, man. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'm going to take this guy's advice and I'm going to do this this time. So I, So the girl's like, let's go. Let's go out. Let's whatever. I go, that's cool. Yeah. So we go, we go out, we're going to meet for dinner, okay? We meet up, we pick the place to meet up, all right? I don't want to give all kind of expectations or impressions. So right off the bat, I'm like, let's meet at this restaurant, right? Because... I don't want it to be to to be a pressure situation later. You know, there's this whole thing like about guys who pressure girls, you know, into into having sex or whatever. I've been pressured a, a lot as a dude. I I can't. I don't know that it's anywhere in comparison to the kind of pressure a girl feels on a daily basis. I don't know what that's like. I'm just saying, there have been. St- multiple occasions and it seems like like when you tell a girl when i tell a girl who i meet um that i don't i don't date i don't sleep around i don't do any of this stuff sometimes it's it's a they get upset like really (sighs) oh well i could never do that and then you don't hear from them again. That's fine. Or sometimes it's like, oh, really? And then it's almost like it becomes a challenge where I am in a, then find myself in a situation where I'm like, no, I, I don't, I already told you, look, no, I'm not, you know, and there's just, it's like, like I'm fighting an octopus. There's hands everywhere. There's legs everywhere. I'm like, get off me. Maybe I'm lame, guys. Maybe I'm lame. That's fine. But there's a point to all this. So I don't want there to be any misconceptions about what my intentions are. So I say, let's meet at this restaurant. Because that's an easy in, easy out. Like, I can get there. If things get weird, we can both bail. Or I'm not stuck in the... Why won't you get out of my car thing later? Or no, I don't want to come inside, you know, thing later. Anyway, we meet up. She's an hour late. One hour. A whole hour late. (laughs) Finally, she comes in. Uh, I've been sitting at this table for an hour by myself. She finally gets there. It wasn't a bad time. The conversation was fine. 
we eat, she says, do you mind if I order some drinks? I don't drink, but I don't mind if other people drink. It doesn't bother me. So she says, I'll pay for them. So do you mind if I order some drinks? I'll pay for them. I go, yeah, that's fine. Right? So dinner's on me. I'd already made that clear. It was my invite, my dinner. <laughs> she orders a drink. She orders another drink. She orders another drink. I'm talking like six drinks. Okay? <laughs> so six drinks or whatever. So then the check comes and I'm like, yeah, wow. Okay, there's dinner and there's your six drinks. So you're going to you're going to put in for the drinks, right? And uh she's like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> she starts looking through her purse. Hmm, just digging around. Hmm. Just digging some more. Um she, <laughs> she opens like a, her wallet thing. She's like, "Um, I only have three dollars. <laughs> you had three dollars. You ordered six drinks. You knew you had three dollars. Come on, you know who doesn't know they only have three dollars, Finn. You know you ordered six drinks on three dollars. Oh man. I was like, yeah, all right, okay, uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll cover that. That's fine. And then she goes, before I had even signed the check, she goes, okay, well, I got to be going. <laughs> then she just left. Oh! <laughs> oh. The arc, man. <laughs> the arc of my storyline, my dating experience. It's just not, it's just always been uh, less than wonderful, I think. And it just didn't ever fit the vision, right? So here's my vision. Let me tell you my vision. I, so I decided way back then, I'm not going to date. And part of that decision was, I'm not going to have sex with just people, whoever that's not that's not my that's not the vision i have for my that i want for my life i would i want to be able to when i meet her the one i've been waiting for i want to be able to say look way back then before i even knew who you were or maybe i knew her Maybe I did know who she was, but before I knew that we would be here, I made this decision because I I wanted to wait for you. I wanted to be able to tell you that I haven't been a man whore. I want to tell you that 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 to me, sex means more than just I gotta go out and get something. I gotta go be with dude. Like I have this I had this friend that I used to hang out with a long time ago. And the dude was like, 
hey, I got to get laid tonight, man. <laughs> I'm like, don't look at me. I'm not going to help you with that. But it was like a, like a, like a thing for him. Like he had to, it had to be done. He just, it was a mission. We got to go. We got to go out, man. I got to get laid tonight. It's got to happen. It's been like three days. I got to go. Like, wow, man. I mean, if, if that's what you're, how you run your business and that's comfortable for you and you think that that's the way uh, life, your life should go, that's your vision for your life, then that's great, man. I can't identify with it. I really can't. Maybe it's the religious background, the religious upbringing. I'm not religious anymore. But maybe it's that religious upbringing that was like, got to wait till you're married or whatever. I don't know that that's the that that's the case like you got to wait till you're married i don't agree with that but you can't just like just go buy hookers or random people strangers in bars and stuff man i mean first of all that's dangerous there's a lot of stuff out there you're gonna catch something and you're gonna end up on some pills right so it's not just that but I don't know that that, to me, that just didn't sound like the story I wanted to have. You know? I just didn't want that in my story. And it, it seemed uncomfortable. And, uh, and just like, that's not what I want for my life. So when I get there, I want to say, look, man, I have been working my ass off to be the best me possible for this moment. Is that motivation? I don't know. My motivation is just to be the best me possible, whether there's a girl in the picture at the end or not. To me, in my mind, there's a there there is somebody down there, at the <laughs> further down the road. But my my motivation is me. I want to be a better me. I want to be the best dad possible. I want to be the best friend I can be. I want to be the best son and the brother and. Like, I want to be the person that people can count on so that when people uh, talk to me, they go, hey, you are the kindest person I know. Or you are a really, truly great guy. Good, great guys, kindest people you know. Those guys don't get the girls, right? That's not the guys who who uh, are like, like bad guys who treat women like crap. Those are the guys that normally get the girls. That's fine. Because I don't need all the girls. I just I just need one. There's just one in the picture. There's just one in the story. And when I, and when I get there, I want to tell her, "You you're the one." Uh, to me, that's, dude. If somebody told me that, hey, I put it, I put all this stuff, the stuff aside, and I've been working on me, because when I got here, I wanted to be the best me possible for this team. So that when we became a team, we could kick the most ass in life as we possibly can, because we're two whole people. Come on, man.
Tell me that doesn't sound awesome. It's going to happen. The vision's in place. The steps have been ordered. The The line is drawn in the sand, right? The paths have crossed. The people, the, the story is in motion. It's, it's going to happen. I don't know when. I don't know with who. But... But I am dedicated, dedicated, dedicated to changing my story arc from what it was. The guy who had to leave the beer in the frozen peas aisle to the guy who's standing at, at, at that in that moment going, you're the one. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm crazy. All right. I've gone long enough. Listen. Here's the thing. Be a whole pizza. You are responsible for your wholeness. Nobody's going to make you whole but you. So go look in the mirror. Tell yourself you love you. And then get to work. On the work that matters. All right, peace out. The Tamale Mafia podcast is brought to you by me. You'll find the music from this podcast and a bunch of other cool tunes over at bensound.com. For royalty free music, check out bensound.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>